Boom! Boom. What up, ladies and gents? Happy Inauguration Day. The world didn't go to shit, so here we are, ready to rock and roll. Let's do this. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. It's time to drop that fire. Fire. All right, all you business pros out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review. Help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in the podcast rankings. We will sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. If you want to be a guest on the show, we would love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz slash podcast guest to schedule your time slot, and don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, we're so excited and so honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. One of the secrets to time freedom is the ability to have your everyday tasks taken care of by someone other than yourself. And that is exactly what our guest is bringing to the table today. But bros, I've had a VA. It didn't work out. Yeah, we've heard that before, but that's because you didn't have the system and procedures that our guest today has put together. While independent VAs can be inconsistent and costly, our guest provides VAs that systematically take over your day-to-day admin tasks, allowing you to concentrate on your truly important business priorities. If you've been considering a VA, you will not want to miss today's episode. Joining us from Efficient Aid out of Denver, Colorado, welcome to the show, Rob Toomey! All right, Rob. How do you like the intro? Hey, I'm, how am I going to follow that? That's pretty classic. Uh, <laughs> I love it. All right, man. Uh, welcome to the program. Uh, the the world. We didn't break into civil war today, so uh, yeah. we had a transition of power. Ooh. You can call it unsmooth. You can call it as weird as it gets, but it has happened. So or you can here just we celebrate. are. Or we can just celebrate whatever you. But here we are. We're ready to rock and roll. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you got into the whole VA space just to get started. I mean, it's one thing to hire a VA. It's a whole other thing to build a business around it. Sure, sure. Well, you know, I got in contact and connected with a, a friend of mine who's been running Efficient Aid for the last few years, Kyle Warbrun here in Denver. And um, he basically was a one-man shop and was just running out of bandwidth. He was at the point of turning people away, which is really the last thing you want to do. And so he and I pretty much joined forces right as the pandemic was hitting, which mm. is the worst time in the world ever to start a new business or, you know, really change up and blow up and rebuild a new business at the start of a pandemic. But for us in our business, it worked out perfectly because everyone was sent home and they were staying home and stuff still needed to get done. And so we put the word out that we were open for business and wanted to do uh, VA tasks for folks and, We've just gotten a lot of referrals and word of mouth and, you know, the contacts keep coming in and we've been thriving really since the uh, middle of March. 
Yeah, man, that, that whole COVID thing shifted the mindset of a lot of people. It's okay to be remote now. It's okay to do things via Zoom or any other video conferencing type things. It's okay to work from home uh, and your productivity still tends to be uh, pretty pretty high and, and pretty well. So as you moved into the VA space, what kind of, did you did you have any pushback or what was kind of your marketing strategy strategy to get that word out to let people know, hey, this is what we're doing. Well, you know, we really cater to the entrepreneurs, the small companies who are really bogged down in those day to day tasks that they don't want to do. I mean, we consider ourselves virtual assistants, um, but we do more than just assistant work. I mean, we do the email organization. We do the scheduling. We'll do the invoicing. We'll do that. But we also do a lot of, um, say, platform management where we'll take over your CRM like a copper and blow that up and rebuild it for you. Because a lot of these folks, they have CRMs that they just sit around really gathering dust and they don't touch them or they don't know how to use them. And so we have Real the expertise. Team. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> hey, we're paying 18 bucks a month to have this plan on copper and it's it's like a gym membership. It's sitting there and you don't show up, right? So we go in there and we really you know put together a plan to get these people into it and get them to really use it. So, um, you know, some things like platform work, also some strategic work. We have a lot of folks that um, we've put together social media programs for them. And so we'll do the creative writing. We'll source out um, the all of the creative looks that go with the um, social media plans. And of course, we really get to dig into them and really want, learn to speak in their voice. And so these media plans, the social media communication sounds like it's coming from them. And of course, the platforms that go along with the social media, like uh, Hootsuite and things like that, um, you know, so we'll manage that as well. So creative writing, um, things of that nature we'll do as well. Um, in addition, we'll do, um, you know, program management. I, we've got a few clients that they want to rebuild their website with new content and new look, and they're working with a creative agency, but they have folks on their team. They just don't have the bandwidth to partner with the agency to really, you know, get those programs, get the projects put move forward. So we come in and we become the owners and the drivers of those projects. And we work with the creative agencies to hit those deadlines to make sure that the projects, you know, get birthed um, and, you know, within an appropriate amount of time. So it sounds like it's not a hundred percent VA, like you hire somebody and then that's it. You're, you're, you're almost uh, fractioned off here so that you're, you're kind of meeting the needs of the entrepreneur where the entrepreneur needs are 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 vacant right their weaknesses are there uh it's yeah. almost like you're doing a swot analysis with these people and then you're sitting down you're like okay see these weaknesses we got your back this is what we got covered am i, am I hearing you correctly no you're absolutely correct i mean we we really consider ourselves like fractional coos in a way um and our first step in working with folks is even before we sign a contract and agree to work together, we do those discovery calls to really dig in to see what they're all about. What are they doing? What are their, you know, the pain points that that's a phrase we all know and love. And, you know, people, when you have conversations with them, they don't even realize what their pain points are. And so we talk to them about our experience and what we've done for other folks. And they're just shocked. They say, wow, you can take that off of my plate. I'll never have to do an invoice again. Like, no, we'll do that for you. And, um, some of the tasks and some of the responsibilities we have, they even seep into the personal lives of folks. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've done some personal tasks. We had one um, client we worked with who had a 
you know, she had a tree that was coming down that needed to be taken down in her yard. She asked us to, can you just reach out to like, you know, four companies in the greater Denver area that handle these tasks and can take a tree down and can you get some pricing for us? Of course, we're happy to do that. You make a few phone calls. All right, here's the pricing, give it to the client. And then the client asks us to set it up. So to have, you know, company X come on down and chop down the tree. So we're happy to do that as well for, you know, kind of merging in. I didn't think you had it in you. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. Well, let, let's talk about some of these tasks. Like you mentioned something that, that is near and dear to my heart. Sometimes there's things that in our particular business, I don't even know that I have this need for something. What does a discovery call look like when you're talking to, to an entrepreneur? Because usually they call you for one thing, right? They're like, hey, I need help creating a sales funnel or whatever. But then you right. sit down and you start talking to them. And they start opening the door. Well, you know, actually, yeah, I need a sales funnel, but I don't actually know how to do the Facebook ads. And I probably don't have a website. You know, what does a discovery call look like? What is the intent when you're going in there? Well, a lot of times they come to us and say, well, I've heard you've worked with my colleague so-and-so, and, -so, and um, I'd love to chat with you to see what you can do for me. And um, we basically ask them, what do you hate doing? What's preventing you from building your business? and making your business better and stronger and more profitable. You know, if someone is spending hours chasing down accounts payable, then they're not working on their business. They're not networking. They're not trying to bring new clients in. So we really want them to drill down and be brutally honest with us as we are with them. Just tell us what do you hate doing? What gets in the way of being, you know, not only just profitable and successful, but happy with what you do? Because, you know, no one wants to spend a Friday at 5.30 p.m going through invoices or, you know, sending out bills and so forth and chasing down accounts receivables. They don't want to do that. So we take the ugly tasks that they don't want to do. We take them off their plate and we do it for them. So fine by me. <laughs> So why why get into this space? I mean, there's so many different things that you could have gone into when it comes to, to business. Why, why this space? It's, well, first of all, working for myself or working with a partner is great. I've had a, a wide variety of experiences. I was in brand management back in New York City, and I worked with a, you know, was project managers with a lot of agencies. I was in the travel industry. I worked at um, Arrow Electronics down, uh, down south, the largest employer in Colorado. That was a great experience as well. And this was a chance really to, you know, to be your own boss and to be able to pick and choose for with whom you'd like to work. Um, and also just... It's very gratifying to make people's lives easier. Uh, you know, you really, we're not just um, vendors for them. We're problem solvers. We're very proactive. Um, so we help them to get in front of issues. And it's a real joy for both Kyle and myself and our employees to, you know, really make people feel good and, you know, and enhance their lives and make them more livable and help them enjoy their day to day as they, you know, trudge through Monday through Friday. When you when you started doing uh, when when you started getting into this space, what were some of the biggest obstacles you came across? I mean, every entrepreneur it doesn't matter whether you're you're solving the problem for other entrepreneurs or you're starting to build your own business. What were some of the biggest hiccups you came across when you were first getting started, and how'd you overcome them? Well, that's a great question. Um, uh, we've had some people who um, just feel like you know what, I don't need you. I can do it on my own. Great. All right. You want it? You want to do all of that on your own? Some people are just very 
hands on on everything and they can't, you know, there's expression letting go of the vine. Mm -hmm. They can't let go of the vine. Um, and so those are the people who don't work with us or don't want to work with us. And that's totally fine. Off you go. Um, some folks have to really get over that hump of, of really trusting us because frankly, I mean, we are elbows deep in their business. Like we know what people are paying them. We know what people are not paying them. We know how much they're making a month. Um, so we're all in their financials. We are all in, you know, their, in their communications. I mean, we have clients who let us access their emails so we can see every email that's going in or out. Um, we email clients or potential clients on behalf of them in their voice. So people have to really trust us to go in there, really be involved in their business, the intimate parts of their business, mm -hmm. and really trust us as a partner. And, you know, I'm really happy to say that um, for the most part, that's worked out really well. Um, it's a little bit leery. And again, that's an aspect of letting go of the vine. But once people do, I think they find they're in a comfortable spot with us. What's uh, what's 2021 going to look like? I mean, we've just uh, inaugurated the new president. Yeah. Uh, right now, we're still going through some crazy lockdowns here in yeah. California anyways. Um, sure. But but as you see things maybe opening up, maybe getting back to a quote unquote normal, what do you guys see coming up in the future for employers and how does it pertain to your business? Well, we're very optimistic uh, for 2021 for you know one reason being that I think the business setup, the business community has just been broken like an egg and like Humpty Dumpty. It's not going to be put back together the way it was. Um, I think employers were really worried in March and April, as I'm sure a lot of um, employees were as well. It's like, am I going to get my stuff done? You know, is you know Charlie going to be able to get his stuff done when he's sitting at home with the kids? I think many employers are finding out and employees that, yeah, we can get this shit done. And I can just sit here and have a 15 second commute from the bedroom. So why am I fighting traffic? And so, yes, I can. I think employees are going to demand that they stay home. And frankly, if employers start to demand that people come come to work, all it takes is a couple of folks to be like, you know what? I don't feel safe. We've all had those experiences. Most of us do where you're sitting shoulder to shoulder with someone at these long tables with a, you know, six six inch barrier in between you, you know, <laughs> someone sneezing and they in their hand and they walk by you and they touch the back of your chair and off they go. And it's like, I think those days are over for the most part. And um, I think people realize that, yes, we can, our quality of life is better when we can work at home and get our stuff and we can get our stuff done. People have proven that over the last, what, I guess it's been going on 10 months now. So um, now uh, I totally understand that I've been a part of it. The value of the one, you know, the meeting in person and collaborating in person. Um, but as Zoom gets better and it's, you know people become more nimble, I think, and they get more used to working via Zoom and other types of programs. That I think the virtual world is uh, and the virtual workplace is going to be here to stay in a large capacity. Anyway, and you know. Hiring people in the U.S., minimum wage, having that overhead of, you know, the office space, all that's all that's shifting. So now you're dealing with not a U.S.-based uh, employment economy, but there are so many people like yourself that are looking at the world as a place to employ people. Sure. Uh, what, what's been your experience like as you 
bring on people from completely different cultures with a completely different time frame. Uh, you know, it, on the other side of the world, literally, uh, what's your experience been like in finding quality help? Uh, well, I have to confess that we haven't gotten to that point yet. So we're U.S. based. All of our clients are U.S. based. Our employees are based in the U.S. We do have to deal with the different time zones because folks on the East Coast and working with folks on the West Coast. But um, we know that going in is that they just have to make themselves available to the client. Um, you know, we, we work with a particular set of clients where um, there's flexibility and the timelines aren't incredibly demanding. Like we would never work with a client who would just be calling someone on the phone on the East Coast at 10 p.m. saying, you know, I need you to put this together for us now. That's not the <laughs> we want, right? Like, you know, quality of life is important for us as well and, and for all our employees. That's one of our uh, part of our mantra and uh, really one of our pillars, I should say. And, you know, the, you know, we vet the client vets us, but we vet the client as well. And so we've been in situations where we felt it wasn't a good fit for whatever reason. And we just, we have the power to go our different way, separate ways as well. So, um, you know, we feel good about the relationships we have and we feel good about kind of the type of client and the type of entrepreneur and the type of decision maker um, that we've identified that we can work well with. So I think, and I think we've been very fortunate to find a nice group of folks that we work with who kind of have a similar attitude and similar mindset. That uh, so so your your people are here in the U.S. Your employees. So uh, let me let's talk about the structure. How do you have a structure? Did, did, when when I if I were to hire a fishing aid, mm -hmm. am I am I subcontract subcontracting out the work and the employees work for you, or are you finding employees for me? Um, we are working with us. We have employees, and we would match you. It would either be Kyle or myself, or, or someone else within the company who would be your point person at efficient aid. So they'd be the person who's be meeting with you weekly, you know, downloading everything that you know, we've worked on during the week, you know, consistently being in that discovery mode of right, what's happening next? What can we do for you? Um, and so you'd have one point person. So you wouldn't be just sending an email off to efficient aid, you know, that's some, you know, black box and not wondering what's happening. You'd be calling Rob. So, or Kyle, or, you know, someone would be your person. Um, the great thing about us is that we've got folks who um, have a nice breadth of experiences and expertise, and they're not all the same. They're very different. So if I just think about Kyle and myself, Kyle, my partner is great in terms of platforms and CRMs and, you know, just getting in there and breaking stuff down and putting them back together. Um, so if I had someone who's like, I need a recommendation of a CRM and I need you to build this for me, you know, from scratch, even though I'm a point, point person, I'd be working with Kyle. Kyle has someone who's like, wow, I need someone to write, to, you know, put together some creative writing or put together some uh, copy for a web, uh, for a web page. That's more my strength, the creative side. So he would then turn to me. So we have a nice yin and yang going on with each other in terms of getting that stuff done. And, you know, if we have couple of employees that kind of have a mixture of the two. So it's nice. And so um, I think we've got a nice group of folks who have a nice, like I said, breadth of experiences that we can really deliver. And frankly, if there are things that we can't do, we just totally say like, no, we don't, you know, we're not going to go in and code a website for you because we can't do it. 
if you'd like us to help you source someone out for that, we're happy to do it, but we won't claim to do anything that we're not very good at. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Cause uh, I mean, it gets, it gets tough. It, once you open up that doorway of, you know, help me out with things that I'm struggling with, mm -hmm. uh, there could be a lot of things. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. I, can, I can go on the whole funny side. Well, you know, I'm having issues at home. My wife is X, Y, Z, whatever it is. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta kind of smile and wave boys, smile and wave. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so tell me, tell me about the about the, uh, a little more about your team. Uh, I like the fact that you have that whole yin and yang stuff. So, if you yeah. were to narrow down what your core competencies are, like what what you what your ideal client looks like, who is it that you're looking for? Well, our our where we fit the need for um, the clients we're most successful with are those who are just overwhelmed by their daily tasks. Um, people who just feel like they're getting bogged down in the daily stuff and they're so busy that they have 750 unread e emails in their inbox that they're so crazed that they can't prioritize and they can't address these tasks that are in front of them every day, but they just keep mounting and getting bigger and bigger and the mountain, you know, the proverbial pile of emails just keeps growing. And so it's people that really need help um, with their day-to-day -day existence, frankly. Um, you know, we've talked to, I've had several conversations with folks who are just like, oh man, I haven't checked my LinkedIn profile in, in weeks. And three weeks ago, someone reached out to me and I didn't see it. I just saw it right now. And I emailed her right back and, oh, they found someone else as a, you know, as a partner for whatever task they needed. So it's like, we're the ones who go in and try to do that, you know, frontline work for them. So, you know, when, when you, when you're working with people, when you bring people on, you kind of want to get to know them and who they are, right? It's the whole no like, and trust factor. Yeah. So what, what is it that Rob likes to do on his free time when he's not bogged down doing everybody else's dirty work? Right. So what, what makes you, you know, what makes you Rob, what makes you unique and, and something that uh, somebody that we want to work with? Uh, well, I'm here in Denver, Colorado. My wife and I moved out here um, in 2009 from the East Coast. Couldn't tell by the way I talk, I'm sure. Uh, and um, so we're out here really just being outdoors. We love being outdoors. We love the lifestyle. Um, we love to ski. Uh, we love to hike. We just love being outside. Um, you know, the mountains are right there and the hiking is fantastic. When we travel overseas, we like to do hiking trips. So we love being outdoors. We love being out and about. And so the lifestyle really suits us well. And then the flexibility of being uh, self-employed has made that even easier for you, right? Certainly, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. And so, and my wife is an entrepreneur as well. So, and no kids. So we're dinks, double income, no kids. And, oh, you got uh, the freedom, yeah. man. That's the freedom right there. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you can pull that glass of scotch at 3.30 in the afternoon on Friday. No one's following you. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, um, so we, yeah, we both love being outside and, you know, enjoying the great outdoors. And that's frankly why we're out here in Denver. You kind of mentioned your, uh, your background in, in different types of industries. Uh, what, what kind of motivation, like, do you listen to today? Like, who's your inspiration? Who's your mentor? Like who, what, what type of stuff are you listening to or reading to kind of get you in a position? So maybe you're, you're, I don't know if, if you're like me, sometimes you just don't have the energy to do stuff and then something right. kicks you into gear. 
Oh, wow. Great question. You know, I have to confess that um, I don't read uh, a ton of um, business books. Um, Gino Wickman, who wrote the book Traction, um, is um, just a fantastic author. Um, he's in charge of the Entrepreneurial Operating System, which um, EOS, is, as it's called. Um, we have several clients in the um, who are EOS implementers. Um, and Gino's just written several books about um, EOS and what they do. EOS, basically, they work with clients of, you know, in any industry. They're industry agnostic and with you know, varying degrees of size. And they have a very practical, laid out, basic, upfront um, plan of breaking down problems, identifying problems, and then finding solutions. So they work with leadership teams um, to really identify what the issues are. And it's very systematic and it's documented and there's a high degree of accountability where people have to, you know, say what they're going to do to fix these issues. And so Gino, Gino Wickman's just written a lot of, um, a lot of great stuff. So he's one, but I'm, um, I also read a lot of, um, I'm a history fan back a, a thousand years ago. I was actually a social studies teacher and I was always been a history fan. And so, you know, just reading, you know, the greats like um, Truman is one of my favorite books by David McCullough. And I just love President Truman, his attitude of like, you know, what? It's, it's if somebody's got to do it, it's going to be me that's going to do it. You know, like he always said, the buck stops here. Like I want to take responsibility. I want to take ownership. If something's going to be done, put it on my back. I'm going to take care of it with no excuses. And if it doesn't work out, then the fault's on me, not anyone else. Are you Ain't no thing like me said me right are you are you a fan of uh of any of the dystopian type books 1984s the atlas shrugs the kind of what you know i, I i'm kind of wondering because i just finished the uh, atlas shrugs not too long ago and just the different parallels in the mindsets that that are going on in the world today kind of kind of gets me it kind of gives me goosebumps sometimes, like not in a good way, sometimes like in a sixth sense way, like, oh my gosh, like I, you can kind of foresee things in your history buff. You can kind yeah. of see patterns of people in history and the things are happening again, just in a little bit different ways. Yeah. Uh, you know, what do you, what's your feel on, on, on the climate? Like, you know, especially going forward for business, we like to have that certainty, but we just don't know. And, and with, a, with a little bit of, you know, being a history buff, what kind of comparisons can you make to what's happened in history and what's happening today? Well, there's never certainty, right? The yeah, only no. is that there's uncertainty. Correct. Um, and so I just, I think you have to really be nimble and be able to adapt, you know, um, um, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm a little bit older, you know, and so when there are kids who people are coming right out of college who have different skill sets than I do, it's my responsibility to adapt to them and to learn some of the skills that they know. And so that's the only way you're really going to survive is, you know, you can't be that dinosaur and say, well, I'm not going to change. Well, the world is changing, you know, at a blistering pace in you know so many areas. And so you have to be adaptable and be willing to adapt as things change. Um, historical comparisons, oof. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I wasn't really alive to witness it, but, you know, I remember having conversations with my parents about the, you know, the uproar of the late 60s, and it just seemed like the divisions between the generations was 
was very just like a brick wall between the two. It was very strong. And of course, there was violence on the streets of the Democratic National Convention. And, you know, all of that happened. And uh, but we got through it. You know, time went on and things got better. And, you know, people started to see other people's different points of view. And um, hopefully that's the case here. I mean, is the division greater now than it was back then? I, I think probably it is. But we're all kind of in this together. So. We'll oh, man, dude. We were on the break. <laughs> no, about. We were on a break for 2020. <laughs> I'm sounding sound like a hippie, aren't I? Jeez, I'm not a hippie, but I'm sounding like Oh man, no, it's not. It's you know what? It, it's funny, dude, because you know I, I talk to I, I I teach high school right now. Like, I teach part time oh, in the morning. Uh, oh, and what do you teach? Yeah, I teach a course called financial algebra. So I oh, get right to teach kids about you know balancing checkbooks and buying a house and you know doing that sort of stuff. Some fellow of the skills teacher, that you man. need in real life, right? Yeah, fellow teachers. It's a it's a quite the uh, you know the group to be in. It's oh, dude, yeah, it's not easy gig. But but when you talk about aging yourself, there are certain things. I saw this video the other day and it said, ask your kid. I mean, you don't have a kid around you, but ask your kid to hold up a pretend phone, right? And if I asked you, hold up a pretend phone, what would you do? Uh, probably go Show like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd go like that, right? right? They go like this. <laughs> That's completely different, right? I go back here with the rotary phone. That, never mind. That's <laughs> You get to the, you know, you get to the, didn't even use the area code. You get to the six numbers you find, you hit the seventh one, you hit it wrong, blah, 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 it'll start all over again. You know? Oh, dude, you just hate numbers with zeros in them. You know, yeah, all the way around. All the way around that dial. No, nah, but it's, it's crazy times, you know, in, in as much as things are changing, as much as, as much as we've adapted and, and the world has become a, a smaller place because of technology. Some of the things that are tried and true, and and it, it's to your point, uh, whether it was the '60s or today, is you have to have a conversation with people, right? Yeah. You have to talk to people because you realize really quick that it doesn't matter, you know. And, and this was part of my Instagram story this morning. You know, we're all sold on something. If you're on the blue side, you were sold. If you yeah. were on the red side, you were sold. And the difference or the the similar things between both sides is. You were consuming content at scale from one messaging or the other. It didn't yeah. really matter, but you were being sold. And one of the things that that's important to me today is you as an is an entrepreneur need to be doing the same type of thing. You need to be creating yeah. content about what it is you do so that other people know and they want to do they want to work on your on your products or services, which is why you're on the podcast today, right? You're creating yeah. content yeah. So right. that you can tell people what it is you do. So before You're we end right. today, I want I want to make sure that people know how they can get a hold of you, so that you can uh, so that if they want to work with you and take advantage of the services that you offer, how can they get uh, the the most information? Yeah, you bet. Well, our website is um, efficientaid one word a i d e efficientaid.com, and there's a contact us page on the website there, so you can just submit your info there. Or you can just email me, rob at efficientaid.com. And, um, you know, I'll get back to you and we happen to have a conversation. And, you know, just as we were chatting, um, talking about making that connection, what's encouraging to me and hopefully to a lot of people out there is that we can do that even via Zoom. People yes. find out that, you know, hey, we don't have to be like face to face and size someone up and shake their hand. I mean, you know, I'm a personable guy and I prefer that. But in this day and age, we can do it via Zoom. So um, it works, you know, it works. And so that's another reason why 
Kyle and I were very optimistic moving forward in 2021. Absolutely. I mean, that's what it's all about. Have a yep. conversation, connect with people. You may not be able to shake their hand. You may not be able to give them a hug or a kiss, but you can still have a conversation, right? And, and those conversations are what lead to relationships. They can lead to uh, business opportunities, networking opportunities. You just never know. So I encourage mm -hmm. people to do two things. One, have a conversation. And two, if you're in business, put out as much content as you possibly can. So I'm going to use this time to cheat plug myself. If you guys need help getting your content done, we offer you a program where you can get all your content done for the entire month, $297. Go to businessbros.biz slash done for you. And if you guys need any help with a lot of the services that are out there, you're too busy. Your day-to-day -day is just mundane tasks. Make sure you guys check out Rob. Go to efficientaid.com. Check out the services that he offers. You can email him at rob at efficientaid.com. Rob, thank you very much for being on the program today, taking the time to come on. I know Colorado's kind of cold right now. Right. But, yeah. uh, but thank you for taking the time to come on the show. You bet. It was my pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. All right, ladies and gents, we'll see you guys tomorrow. My favorite day of the week, SHIT. So happy it's Thursday. We'll see you then. Peace. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.